0: This is Chad Eddy with SEMP Health, and I just want to start in on a book that I've read a number of times called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. I'm going to be doing sort of a review or a um, commentary maybe a little bit on the book. So here is the introduction. Well, I listened to the introduction of The Big Leap. By Gay Hendricks again today Um, I've read through this book uh, well let's just say okay I'll put it this way I've listened to the full audio of this book about four times and I read through it once Um, and it's it's a really it's a really interesting read I don't swallow all of it 100% um, and I'll get into that later on it's it's mostly in the later chapters the first the first half, the first three quarters probably, is is gold. It's really, really, really great. Um, and I I couldn't recommend it highly enough. In fact, I've recommended it to a lot of different people, a lot of uh, groups that I'm in, worship leader communities, uh, uh, young living communities, um, guys, health communities. I've recommended this book. And even just, just friends that have asked for a good Good uh, books to read on Facebook. I've recommended this book, so I uh, I, I definitely h- recommend it highly. Uh, the the problematic, maybe problematic is even too hard of a word, but but the uh, the parts that I don't swallow one hundred percent don't detract from the the good that's in this book. It's you know a friend of mine a long time ago, twenty five years ago, probably something like that um, said, you chew the meat, you spit out the bones. And that's exactly what you do with, with anything. This book is no exception. So um, there's lots, but there's lots and lots of meat in this book. So I highly recommend The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. So I was listening to the introduction again today, and I just want to go over some of the stuff that, that stood out to me in the introduction. Um, basically, uh, uh, so he, he introduces the concept of The Big Leap. But in order to do that, he introduces the concept of limiting beliefs. And I think, I think that uh, Gay Hendricks in this book introduces that concept to, uh, to the world. And I don't know about you, but I've heard of limiting beliefs all over the place. Uh, and maybe it's just the circles I, that I sort of run in. But uh, limiting beliefs are those things that we we've already swallowed those those beliefs those ideas that we've already taken in and we believe them to be truth that hold us back from base well really the life that we are meant to live the life that we want to live so uh you and i all of us have things that we want in this life right We want to be healthy. We want to have good relationships. We want to be uh, more wealthy than we are. We want to uh, be more confident. We want to have a flatter stomach. (laughs) You know, Uh, we want, we want, we want, we want. But really, we settle. We settle for the life that we have, even though it's not the life that we want. And it's due in large part To these limiting beliefs and even as I say that you know what there's this little voice going on in my head and I think it might be going off in your head too going yeah but you can't have all everything you want you know good old Rolling Stones song you can't always get what you want Um, you can't always have what you want and and it's kind of greedy isn't it kind of greedy just to just to get everything that you want and leave everybody else behind and leave everything else behind and and just want 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 get 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 more 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 um and let me let me tell you let me challenge those beliefs those are limiting beliefs greed is a truth is a real thing now don't get me wrong i'm not saying oh no greed is good i'm not you know gordon gecko or anything like that um greed is a real thing greed is a bad thing in, in the bible talks a lot about greed and talks a lot about you know uh where your treasure lies there your heart lies also but that's not what we're talking about here that's not what we're dealing with here we're not talking about greed we're talking about limiting beliefs and a lot of the times our limiting beliefs about things hold us back from the life that god has for us the life that god wants us to live for his glory and for the good of ourselves and for others so so let me get into it. So limiting beliefs are beliefs that we hold that we don't even know that we hold. Often, most of the time, they're subconscious, but they just hold us back from the life that God has for us. From the, the, I was going to say the things, but it's not even the things. It's the qualities that God has for us that He wants us to dive into. Uh, stepping out in faith, we we don't step out in faith because we have limiting beliefs. They're like, oh, well, it'll hurt too much. Or oh, or oh, I'm just going to be disappointed. Or oh, God couldn't possibly want me to do that. No, those are limiting beliefs, and we just we just buy them. We don't even challenge them. We've we've heard them so many times that we just go, yeah, that's 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 truth. We accept them as truth without even challenging them. So he talks about um, in the introduction, Gay Hendrix talks about a time that he had a great uh, meeting or a great time with his partner or his, uh, his friend, I guess, uh, and he, he was just feeling really, really great, feeling full, you know, relationally full and satisfied, and he's in a good place in his life, you know, his career's going well, he's got no money problems, he's has a and he puts his feet up on the desk, he's feeling really good about himself, and what happens? He starts to think about his daughter at camp and starts to get panicked, thinking that she's probably missing him and probably having a horrible time, and, and he's, he's he gets sad about this. And he calls the camp and he says, how's my daughter, how's my daughter? I just, I just really have a horrible feeling about her. And the camp director looks out and says, no, she's right out there and she's having a great time. Your, your daughter's doing fine. And, You know what there's a lot of parents that call here Uh, you're not the only one I've had three calls today that parents that call here and they think that something's going wrong with their daughter and the camp director says you know what it's usually because the 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 parent is having a hard time and and he's thinking to himself uh, the author Gay Hendricks he's thinking to himself wait a minute but I I was feeling really good I was feeling really good. Why in the world would I switch from feeling really good to having a hard time thinking about my daughter? And then he says that he thought, maybe I switched to having a hard time thinking about my daughter because I was feeling really good. And I wasn't going to allow myself to stay in that state of feeling good. So I had to manufacture something that would take me away from that. Because one of the beliefs is that you shouldn't feel good all the time. Can you relate with that one? I can. That, w- that we should really cap how good we feel. I remember when I was in elementary school and um, I, I was kind of a, not, not a, I was called a spaz. <laughs> I, I, was, I was excitable. You know, I got really excited about a lot of really great things and, you know, I'd sing out or I'd act out or I'd, you know, clap my hands or jump up and woohoo, you know, I just like, and, and I, I don't think I was spastic, but, but I definitely came across that way to people and they're like, tone it down, dude, like get a grip. And that's sort of been my script for the rest of my life since grade five, six, seven, Is tone it down man tone it down and and right now at 41 years old I I feel like I've toned it way down I feel like I've toned it down way too much and I don't allow myself to feel good for any long periods of time I feel like that's something that I should really you know keep on the inside it's a limiting belief so he talks about feeling good and he says what if we could feel good all the time? And he says, here's a question that he asked himself, he, and he encourages um, um, us to ask it, is how can I extend the periods um, of contentment in my life? Instead of thinking, how can I make sure that I stifle that down? You know, I can feel good sometimes, but I'd better stifle that down to get serious. No, no, no. How can I how can I extend my periods of feeling good, of of contentment in my life? He says, I seem to have a limited tolerance for my life going well. Isn't that incredible? And if you think about your life, is that similar to you? Like, how often do you feel like things are going well? How often do you feel like things are going well? And we'll go into later about how we often make sure that it doesn't happen for too long or too often we manufacture things to go on in our lives in order to bring ourselves around to quote-unquote reality you know I saw a picture on Facebook is talking about the, the optimist the pessimist and the realist and I don't get that I think that often what people say is realism is really pessimism you know like how often do we manufacture things to bring us back down to reality I got a speeding ticket not too long ago and I am convinced that that speeding ticket was my attempt I mean not consciously of course not consciously. I'm not stupid at least I'm not consciously stupid but it was an attempt that I made to bring myself back down to a certain level of financial level, a certain level of of feeling good about myself. I don't know exactly how it works but we'll get into it uh, later on in the book. Uh, But people getting sick could often be their way of manufacturing a crisis that brings them out of feeling good. (laughs) Interesting right? People wasting their money on stuff and then feeling the tight financial pinch it could often be because they wasted the money in order to bring themselves out of feeling good. People overeating could be a reason it could be because they they are giving themselves a reason to come out of that that danger zone of feeling good. Interesting, right? So he says, if I eliminate the behaviors that stop the flow of positive energy, can I learn how to feel great all the time? So if I recognize that I do things in order to make myself or bring myself away from feeling good, can I actually stop those behaviors and feel great all the time? Interesting question. And can I learn to live in harmony all the time? Think about with your uh, with your friends, with your spouse, with your parents, with with people around you and the little crises that we manufacture on a regular basis. If we stop doing that, do you think that we could live in harmony all the time? Anyways, they're interesting questions and that's how he begins the book. And uh, I'm excited to, to look at the rest of this book with you and find out what, what more uh, Gay Hendricks has to say to us. And hopefully you'll, um, I, I, I want you to buy the book. I want you to get the book. I don't get anything from you getting the book. I don't have a, an affiliate link or anything like that. But just go find The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Um, read it at the library or get it from Amazon or, or bookstore or whatever. But um, it's a really interesting book. So if you have any questions, I, I'd be happy to explore those questions with you. Give me an email. Uh, drop me an email at chadeddyatme.com. Um Come visit me at my uh, my Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash SEMP, S-E-M-P, health. All right, that's all for today. Talk to you later.